You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. I am your super enthused host. I even got my dice case, my homeboy shirt. Shout outs to, That's what that I think was. it was Combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, shout outs to MJ for copping me. I didn't get to go to Combo Breaker this year, but he still got me the goods. I am, of course, Crash Tag Mr. Shades inside at all times in a windowless, windowless ass room. And I've got, of course, Static G in the building. Commentary Hello. extraordinaire who was just up in Summer Jam. I don't know doing about his thing. I mean, you shouted me out, so I was like, I was I like, did. that's pretty, that's pretty dope. Shout, shout, out to, you out. shout out to, shout out to Bug for the Virgil Tech, right? Instant that's overhead right. spiral swords, still hitting tech. I don't think enough people used uh, to this day, but that's yeah, right. we're he here, we're it. live, and he pulled it off and uh, made it to winners finals. Still got third to to, to Wedge, but also shout <laughs> to out to Wedge. Yes. I know he was yeah. he was probably the best Deadpool I've ever ever played in Marvel. Right. I think it's the best Deadpool in general we ever saw, but. Anyway, enough about that. If you want to go check out Summer Jam, go check out the VODs. Shout out to NYC Furby. I think he's the one that's got the VODs up uh, for, for the pools. Correct. But, guys, we got a very special episode today. For those that are new, of course, this is Double Tap. This is the podcast dedicated to everything and anything in the fighting game community. We cover it all from the updates, the patches, the drama, the speculation, and, of course, the community itself. And, and of course, the events we get to finally go to, right? We're finally healing, right? Evo came through. That was that was kind of wild. You, everyone except me got to go. Fucking sucks, but it's all good. It's all good. And then, you know, we had Summer Jam just this past weekend. But like I said, we're covering everything for those that are new. We appreciate you guys for getting swindled to listening to us. And for those that are returning and giving us two extra quarters for another credit this week, we appreciate you guys. All right, so we're jumping right into it. We've got a special guest uh, in the wing right now. This is someone I have been very, like, we asked a while ago to come through. He says, sure. We had a, a horrible schedule, so we didn't get the follow-up for a minute. So I got to just jump in the chat and just say what's up. And he was more than happy to come in. Uh, so grateful for having him. But this is a player, content creator, overall, I think, person that has contributed so much to fighting games that I don't think enough people... I mean, I'm pretty sure plenty of people know him, but I just think it's like the, your Ryan Hart, your Coles. Like, if you know these cats, you know they're real work. You know they are real ones. Um, to to a multitude of degrees, um, and I think this person is no less than that. So please, I want everybody to welcome. Of course, we've got Shin Kensu in the building. What oh, is going man. on, homie? The intro, the intro, man. Yes. I appreciate it. Stoked. I appreciate. It. I am stoked. I am stoked. Guilty Gear Extraordinaire. Um, I can't even just say guilty because you've you've hit everything. Because if you guys look at you know Kensu's even his content legacy, the first video the brother has up on his YouTube from 15 years ago is a Vanessa KOS. <laughs> Yeah, like you got it. You got to look. The dude, the dude has definitely been around the block. He's even got videos that some people, which I don't even think Gabe, you even knew until I showed you that. I didn't. The 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 Street Fighter Four, you know, don't stand up till it's over. That, that was him on the other damn side. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I didn't realize you didn't know that. I, I was like, I yeah, this is I him. Know. This is the same guy. I mean, that was when not everything was streamed. You know, I'm looking that at the also, footage and I'm like, Ally, Ally Joe remember, has hair. It's right, crazy. Yeah, I, right? I remember that's. I think that's. Dare I say vanilla? Vanilla. Vanilla yeah, Street Fighter? Yeah, had vanilla. So that was yeah. final round. So that's very early build. You know, going in. That's That was awesome. That was an awesome clip. Brought me back to when they had like entourages following Justin and Noel and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out but, to the homie Noel. Yeah, but, shout well. out, but no, that's, that's awesome to like be able to have that moment and uh, even reminisce with all of those. That's awesome. It was cool, but this this is the this is just I just wanted to paint the picture. This is the legacy that's kind of behind the name, but you know I don't think I could do it enough justice. It's already been 
uh, another video, I think, what is it? Um, Midnight Archives did a really dope oh, video, man, that's I my, think, that's, that's uh, on you. I, I, I peeped that. First of all, I love the aesthetic. Shout out to them. If you haven't checked out that video, go check it out. I think it like premiered on Twitch Live, but I think it's in his YouTube odds right now or in his, uh, his archives of content. But, you know, Ken, so I just want to say thanks for jumping yes. on. We appreciate you taking the time, homie. And, and for those that just might not be aware, because we get a lot of listeners that are, like I said, returning, new, or, you know, just maybe just haven't really crossed even the borders of their own state to go see other communities. Maybe haven't had the opportunity or whatever. Like, just give us a brief breakdown on just like your your history with the FGC. We're not going to make a whole other video <laughs> here. You ain't got to go that. You could go watch that other video for that. But just give us a brief, like if we had a character bio, you was on character select screen. Let us know. What, 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 what's, what's going so, on? So first off, I live in Houston, Texas. Let me make sure we throw that out there. Um, I came up in the Houston scene at Stargate Arcade and they had some of the greatest players and those guys just, they put me through the ringer <laughs> and they taught me mm. how to be a good player. I had so many people teach me and things like that. And I've always took their teachings and just kept them really close to the heart because you can learn something from mm. anybody. It doesn't matter what game it could be unlocked from the ST guys, you know, the alpha two guys, alpha three guys, the Marvel guys. and all those things just stuck with me and yeah, man, I've been competing since shoot, man. My first competitive game actually was Capcom versus SNK two. Believe it or not. Who CVS two. CVS two. A A groups, A groups Sakura all day. Was it? Uh, yeah. Am I thinking A group? Yeah, right. That was, that was her. That, <laughs> that was her gave me nightmares yeah, because I, I like K group. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, yeah. I I must. I'm I'm a I'm a delinquent. A Groove Sakura was was one of my first loves for sure in CVS too. Um, definitely had to had to get my uh seat, you know, my APMs up to 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 make her viable. I feel it. I feel uh, it. But CVS two definitely not a bad one to get put to the fucking yeah. ringer in terms of games. I'll tell you that much. Um, but like besides that, you know, a lot of people that if they you know looked you up right, like you're gonna oh. get instantly associated with the game we're yes. seeing right here on screen right we're going to see guilty gear um aficionado i don't think even is could even be the proper title because you know you you really live and breathe the ip like that is your shit if dice can put that shit up to sale i'm pretty sure you'd be the first one in line like yeah <laughs> definitely 100% 100% you'd be like nah i'm taking that 100%. that's me um i'm all about it like i learned the guitar everything um and yeah, man. So, you know, Strive, with Strive being, you know, kind of the big, the, the latest game, obviously, and kind of been in the, the spotlight that Guilty Gear has never been in the mainstream, like ever. This is the most mainstream we've ever seen, right? Evo just dropped highest attended game Can I, in Guilty Gear history absolutely. as well, right? Pretty clear to say that. Can I say something really, really quickly about that? It's funny because I found there was a guy who lives down the block and we used to play Guilty Gear with him in the first game. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to Evo. We have this event coming up. And he's like, whoa, Guilty Gear. I haven't heard that in a long time. I remember I was playing against you and your brothers. I was Kai and you were the shadow dude. And it, and yeah, for us to remember it back in the day, we were like, it was never mainstream. So sorry. I just wanted to add like a comma to your paragraph, Dre. So go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate gotcha. it. Right. But yeah. Ma mainstream now, man. Like it's it's what you it's kind of like the dream, right? It's it was from the forums to maybe the discord lobbies you can find if you can kind of get matches right anime games uh it mm -hmm. is um to like now it's like it don't matter it, it it kind of got a bit of a a lucky streak where you know covid times right online netcode now became a hot topic and 
they decided to listen to us, especially after the the first beta, right? The first they like, they had to they beta, had right? to be they, they had, had to. to the UI being what it was, you know, threw people off with the entire pre- you know because no other fighting game I think has the presentation Guilty Gear brings to the no. table. Not even close. Not even, even close. close. Not exactly. Even so 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 to have it in mainstream now. You know that's put that's put you in a an interesting position where you you were already kind of like this me right the subject matter expert in in this shit both on you know whether you're talking Thor to you know playing at the highest level right SBO all that like you got a, a history with this game on like every level that few players can say they were even close to like I know this is definitely something that you know come across your mind whether it be in your content or you've done videos on it. But like, how's how's that make you feel? The giant shift in general to to see a game that's now went from like, if you know, you know, to like, everybody's just playing it. Like, you know, you got your punks, you got like your, your highest of high level players that are just jumping in, and now if they're playing it, that means their followers are watching, and now they're gonna hook up and play with it now versus like struggling to get a match. Basically, how I feel, I feel as a fan, probably as close to the to the developers as possible. Mostly because, like, mm. it's been, like, my favorite fighting game for such a long time. And, like, as you can see even here, like, the very first game, I can literally pop that out right now. You know, I have that literally right here. Like, I can... <laughs> oh, that- I, they're right in front of me. I can pop out everything. You know, like, I've been playing this series for so long. And it's, like, seeing people genuinely enjoying a game that I've enjoyed all this time is, like, you're late to the party, but I'm glad that you're here. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> there right. you go. And, you go. and I want, you know, you could have sworn I work for Arsis when I say stuff like this because it's like there's a certain degree of freedom that Guilty Gear has always given players in, in the series that people just don't know. So, you know, mm. Strive's a little bit more restrictive, yes, but they did a good job mm. of still retaining the essence of Guilty Gear more or less in Strive. Mm. And when people go back and they see the options and things like that, they're like, this is what you missed out on? I, I, I didn't realize I was, I was mi-. Yes, you missed out. <laughs> but that's yep. okay. You're here for Strive, and we're okay with that. And, and I, I don't even want to put it all completely on Strive either. I mean, even though, don't get me wrong, they com- big, big, big component. But, like, you know, Plus R, getting oh, that rollback netcode beta, right? Definitely. Like, that already started opening the yes. floodgates. That, I, I already played, like, Guilty Gear at that point. I think I came in at I think it was just like accent core. You were, like just oh, I remember oh, you were playing me nothing. at locals the ref two. No, before oh yeah, but oh, okay. ref two came after. I, I played yeah. Guilty Gear before. It came across my my you know my gaming table beforehand because you know, like I'm a I was a gamer first. Like as much as I love fighting games, I was always playing video games like crazy. So, you know, anything unique that you know, whether you're renting it from Blockbuster, yeah, kids that was a blockbuster, go look it up. <laughs> right. That was a thing back in the day, right? For those that know that know once again on them Friday yes, nights. Sir. Friday nights, popcorn, everything, yes, you know what it is. Uh, looking behind the cover, hoping there's a copy. Um no, nah, it's not there. Yo, check the return by uh pile, please. I gotta yeah, take yeah. this home. Uh you know, from from like those earlier versions. But plus R is really where like I got to experience the game like a lot of more people got to experience the game because that was like the waiting room for essentially for a lot of people especially if they don't want to play rev for sure like i came late to rev i came late to rev because i was a biking player and fucking until like damn it till rev 2 and i was like well that sucks like i wish i would have played more um but you know she didn't drop until then but like i said like plus r was kind of like that catalyst that started it and got people that never touched the game 
Like I'm talking like I have to explain to Street Fighter players like, yes, this is this is uh uh this is testament, like plus our testament, very different from the testament we have in Strive, clearly. But like but like this is the bullshit and this is what this character can do and they're just like this is normal i'm like for this game yes this this is this is what it is the 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 level of freedom is insane but that level of bullshit yeah oh yeah it's up there it's damn near one-to-one that ratio is damn Mm one-to-one if not more if you're talking certain absolutely absolutely no i'm i'm Um, uh, i'm i just remember like i go back to reload even before like from the very first game and like just trying to learn the game at i was what like 13 playing the game I learned more doing missions mode because it was telling you how to like different ways to actually win. I remember being in high school and the one kid was like, dog, I can't beat path three with soul because I don't know what to do. And then later on, I found out you had to like do a time over to get like his other story mode. I don't know. Certain little like niche things like that with certain games that happened that you had to like, it was just a, a golden time for early guilty gear games where I'm happy that it is now. But like you said, they're missing out. They were missing out on a really, Crucial time for anime games, I think. Totally, for sure. Sorry, I, didn't, so, I, didn't, I didn't end it with a question. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 okay, okay. So no, no. Don't worry, though. This ain't just an interview. We're here talking yeah. shop. We're just shooting yeah. the shit right, right cool. now. Um. Yeah. So, so we're just gonna bring it forward to to now, right? The current state. Um. You know, Evo Pass. We we got season two roadmap. We've got obviously Bridget. She's she's dropped. Um, and now it's been out. What what is it? It's two, two weeks, weeks right since yeah. Evo now? Yeah, it's been a little. Yeah, Summer Jam just passed like two weeks. Um, and you know this is kind of like the first first thing I kind of want to pick your brain on because uh, we were kind of alluding to it before we started the show. But like six months ago, if you look, you got a video specifically talking on on biking, right? Like the idea of legacy characters and like has you know and in that video which like i said six months ago things could change obviously bridget could be the 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 next the, the exception to things the real direction but you know especially for myself as a biking player like you know that character came in with like damn near nothing as to what her kit has historically been right like it just it is not the same bike no. like it is not it's pretty clear Am I still playing her? Yeah, whatever. Of it course, is what of it course. Is. Call, call what it is. Um, still, still, yeah, exactly. Still trying. Yeah, space to space, baby. That's it. Is what it is. Um, but like that was kind of like you know they kind of didn't change too much in terms. I don't say didn't change too much because Testament also is very very yeah. different. But it's because you couldn't Sincerely. really put a plus R Testament in this Definitely. game and, and and let that <laughs> rock. Like you just you just can't. You that's <laughs> the easiest way. To kill your base, your plan base is putting an OG, true OG character the way they were into this game. Um, so Testament obviously had to get changed. That no one, no one with a, with a logical brain was gonna be like, yeah, Testament's not the same anymore. I'm not gonna play this game. I'm like, bro, you, do you want to suffer? No. Like, do you really, really want to deal with traps, unblockables, and just not that version? Horrible, horrible situations that you just can't do anything about. Like, no, you don't want this. You don't, you don't know what you want. That's yeah. your problem, uh, but now, but now Bridget, now Bridget's come through, and, she, and like I said, she's the start of season two. And season two, we're getting things like battle, uh, you know, battle uh, adjustments. Right, we're getting a patch to change things up. That's coming down the line. We've got, I think, what is it, three more characters as well, yeah. new stages, yada yada yada. Bridget being the first to it. Um, do you think? Do you feel like their direction is changing at all? And if and if it is changing, do you think it's for? kind of the better um because right now we don't have a balanced patch we just got given a raw character like we did with right. testament you know people expected a patch but that didn't happen bridget got dropped no patch everything it is what it is happy chaos uh, everybody feels what it, it is what it is it's the champ yeah um but what do you what do you think of the direction like they they they're looking to take in in season two as best as you can so i'm gonna do biking briefly and then i'll do bridget 
just to address it. Biking as a fan, yeah, I was disappointed, like completely. And mostly because of what you said, like the kit is just omega small. And it was at first hard for me to really grasp what they were aiming at because I get it. You can't give her her alpha or infinite alpha counters. I get it. That's fine. But like, where's the rest of the kit? You know what I mean? It's like, I can't even anti-air chain. Right. Like what? Like, was it really that right. hard? Like, why do I have two tethers? Give me a, give me a chain that I can anti-air right. with at least, please. And so that was a big sign of like worry and concern for me just because of that alone. Now, yes, mm. I agree with you that my tone changed a bit when I saw Testamix. I was like, okay, I'm with you now. I see what you're going for. And Testament mm. seemed like a precursor to season two. And because that's the last character that came out, right? And then moving yeah. to Bridget, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Now I see exactly what you guys are going for. I'm, I'm hoping I'm seeing exactly what they're going for. But it's like, <laughs> I guess I have a better semblance now between Testament and Bridget. Because Bridget is definitely easy to pick up, hard to master. And I've been playing Bridget like exclusively since Evo. And like, I feel there's a lot of old Bridget there while still having some new things there is also. So it's like, you know, yeah, Bridget may have lost certain things from the older games. Could have those things been toxic in this game? Maybe. It's, it's really hard to say because it's not there, right? But where mm. Bridget is currently, I'm like, this is good. Like, from a meta standpoint, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about the character even, like, doing well against the current top tiers from the, from, from, from the amount of time Ooh. I've been playing her. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. If, you know, and even then, before Bridget, they, they keep bringing in more technical characters since season one. Viking was the only non-technical character as far as I'm concerned. Like, they all had some kind of subsystem. Like, Gold Lewis has a subsystem. Jacko has a subsystem. You can say Testament Stain has a subsystem. With, yeah, I say with the bird right. and the stain. And yeah. Um, yeah. chaos, you know, with the gun. The, the, oh, I mean, yeah. chaos. Bullets and concentration. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, like, I think we've actually talked about that on the show, too. Yeah. How each character oh, yeah, is that, like, that willing to pay for technical? something that's uh, very different than the characters already in the game. Correct. Yeah, so, very true. And they're, and they're geared. And they're geared towards this system. Yeah. That's the other thing is, like, I, I want to say maybe you know, Jackal's the exception because she is a legacy character. But, like, characters that are literally original to the series nago geo uh gold lewis chaos um that's it i don't think do we have any other yeah, characters it's, it's, besides that, that it's I'm just like, them i mean if you want to count Anji, like, i guess <laughs> but now i'm just oh god yeah Anji, Anji. where have uh, you been man we, no i'm kidding i didn't even know Anji was in the game that's crazy he, uh, that must be new they must have just dropped them um yeah we're not counting Anji on that one uh, but like those, the, the characters that like get designed for a system, because we're taking like the thing about legacy characters is that you always have to, when it's a new game and a new system, you have to hone them to that system. You have to take existing archetypes, gameplay, and make it work with how you know RC works in this game. It's not the same in Rev. It's definitely not the same in Plus R, right? Like the kits will work differently. The slowdown, um, it's not full screen versus the bubble. You know, we can get real, real in depth with it versus the characters that are built from the ground up with the system. Like yes, Nago is a technical character because you have to balance the blood, yeah. right? Um, but like past that he we you know he's he's he, no one's saying now go slow because they don't have anything to compare him to previously right. right like everyone was hoopla about the air dashing before we even knew air dashing was in the game because they're like well is it there is it slower like when we saw the first footage of made evil japan with an air dash people were like holy shit this is like 
not going to work out. The game's, you know, ruined, whatever. Like, is that direction, is that like still a direction you see them possibly going in season two with maybe other legacy characters in terms of honing them in? Or are you, are you thinking they're going to like not piss off the legacy players as much like you're saying with, with like kind of Bridget and such? I think if I had to be honest with you, I think it's a little 50, 50. I think that they knew, mm. and this isn't just me saying it, right? There's a big fan base in Japan for biking also. And I'm sure that there was a big, oh, I'm yeah. sure that there was some kind of distaste for the character as well. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's like a little bit of the backlash that they got for biking and like, Hey, we know how to make technical stuff, but how do we do it? You know? And I, I, I look at it from the standpoint of like, I, I get that they're trying to do something new with the characters. So I'm mostly like, okay with it. I just hope that like, to, to me, it's like, keep the feel of the character there. The kit doesn't have to be the same. It doesn't have to be one to one. But like the like the character should like when I play Bridget, I feel like I'm playing Bridget. When I play Testament, I yeah. still feel like I'm playing Testament. Mm-hmm. When I play Biking, I'm like shit everywhere. Maybe not now. Season two Biking is definitely yeah. on. Uh, she's she's definitely souped up. She's definitely drank quite a few yeah. Red Bulls. Um, she's yeah. consumed quite a bit of uh, power ups, whatever. Yeah. That key energy, yeah. she's definitely using that key power, right? Like, yeah. she is definitely, like, Biken now is better, and she makes more sense. Like, it's, her direction for her gameplay is a lot clearer now. When she first dropped, it's just like, what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I feel the same thing kind of happened to Testament, too. Testament was struggling in that first pat in the first drop, and now it's like they've, improved a lot of things because i was using them right in there early on mm-hmm. and then i don't know why i just dropped them maybe because i was wanting eno to be better or even chip to be uh, solid i'm using chip now but then i'm like i get a feeling that's gonna I, be a I question still feel later. like i'm struggling <laughs> i'm ready uh, for it listen, i'm telling you right now i'm ready for it I'm telling you right now i'm ready <laughs> I'm, for it i'm struggling now yeah. with the, the entire game trying to find something more comfortable um dare i say that's gonna go into our next i guess question even right now uh go ahead Dre. You had some? I was gonna, I was gonna say, in terms of the state of the game, one of the most common things, which even stems from us here, like this is one of Static G's, like you know, kind of um, main complaints is mm-hmm. is really finding a character that fits. I mean, that's that's subjective. Everyone plays a different style. Like, you, right. if you like Rushdown, fucking play Geo. You, if you want a no neutral, I mean, you're playing play the right Ram. game. <laughs> right. you're, yeah, you're playing. Yeah, true <laughs> that. You're playing the right game. If you don't care what they do, like if they're blocking or they're attacking, you want to be able to hit confirm from anywhere on the screen. Fucking play Happy oh, Chaos. Yeah. Just gotta learn the you know negative edge and shit, and you can really do some dumb stuff and be abusive. And you know, not to say you know, hey, that's not the only way Umi show won Evo. But hey, look at that. It's a it's an Evo winning character. It's definitely a winning character. Um, sure. Yeah, that is a yeah. tournament winning character and no one plays them. So now you even got character edge buff, which is even harder to deal with when you don't even know what to do. As a as a happy chaos player from season one, because you know, I didn't have bike in. I had I played this is just to give you the arc, it was Leo Stride dropped. I was like Leo. No, yeah. I was Geo, Leo, oh, yeah. fucking Chaos, then Biking. So I've I've kind of gone the weird yeah, spectrum of like yeah, because Geo was like, you know, built for the game. You know, sh- she's fast. The tick, the strike, the strike throw game was insane to Leo, Unga Bunga, turn off my brain. We're good. Uh, to Happy Chaos, where it's like bringing a gun to a, to a fist fight. So pff, I'm fucking winning. And this is pre nerf. Yeah. With, with the hardest of quotations. Mm, yeah, I'm yeah, with you on nerf. that. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They nerfed him, all right. Um, is guard break still a thing? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, you know, went to biking because of character loyalty. And then it's like, all right, cool. You know, got a direction with her. Like, the biggest complaint I've dealt, and it isn't just static G, is just, you know, finding a character that resonates. I feel like because a lot of these legacy characters that have, like, these strong kits or played a certain way, like, could definitely speak to a lot of these players because Strive kind of, I don't want to make, say neutered them in a, in a bad way, but they definitely had to cut them in a certain yeah. way to make them work. Like people are having a harder time just figuring out what to play or what to really like kind of experience the guilty gear of guilty gear. Right, right. Like, right. Like it's that, that, that is like what it seems to be the most common issue. Like, do you feel that, like, have you been getting inklings of that, especially in, in your area as well, out in Texas, like uh, with, with, with the communities out there or even online with your community? I think the, the tough part with, resonating with the character is i'm gonna just be that guy it's the tournaments it's the content creation it's it's social media is kind of what's mm. pushing people to kind of feel that way because in older games specifically guilty gear here most people would stick with their character and grind out matchups that's why you get a lot of character specialists and strive till one character till death give or take and or less. Okay. A lot of people <laughs> don't have that anymore because mm. everyone wants to win, honestly. Uh, mm. So I think what people are more so gearing themselves towards isn't so much the comfortability of a character, but which character gives me the best chance at winning. That seems to be, and that was the vibe I kind of caught at Evo also, because Lord knows there was, mm. let me tell you my, my Evo run. Biking. Oh, yeah. Geo. Mm. Biking, Milia, lose, qualify, biking, biking, Faust. Lose to yeah, Faust? I lost to Faust. Damn. Shout, shout out. Hey man, shout no, out he, to no, he got me because my, uh, my mindset was just stuck on freaking biking. I was like, am I going to find another biking? <laughs> another yeah. biking, please? But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, okay. it's just, and, you know, biking does have a good shot at winning. She's just not the stablest of characters for tournament because she does require you to read and make reads. So I feel like because... Who wants to do that, though? Who wants to make reads? Apparently, all these biking players. You tell, you telling me I gotta think? Uh, I mean, this is I, fucking ridiculous. If I, I press refund. counter, I do 150 damage. I'm all about that. You know, that's that's much damage as, as a super two, raw. You know what I mean? Two framer. So yeah, let's go. Two, two, who wants a two frame DP that I can RC on with? Why not? Option select on with. So I feel like that's why I rarely say yes to casuals to to crash tag. <laughs> I, like, I really, I really just feel like it's mostly like it's not that people don't resonate with the characters. It's just they're it's they want to win, and mm. I'm still with the I'm with you on the chaos thing. And I even made a tweet about that. Like, why are there no chaos players? It makes no sense to me. Because in Exer, there was definitely a lot of LFLs. There were definitely a lot of Sin players. There are definitely a lot of Johnny oh, players. Yeah. Whether they were the best or not, it's the mm -hmm. fact that you were, you could play the matchup. You know, and proficiency oh, yeah. in the matchup is very important. Right now, it's like I, before the season two patch, there was a gigantic anti chaos movement, and I'm like, bro, you guys need to play this character. But that's for another yeah. time. You don't don't go online and just get just because you get hit with like, hey, play Happy Chaos and Celestial. Like, don't deny the yeah. match. Yeah, just play, play out. It. Just play it out. Just play, play it out. the match. So. That's what I think. Um, no one in my region in particular that plays, they're all still playing their mains right now. No one's actually, I'm like the only one that's just like wow. in that like limbo. It's only me. Only mm -hmm. me. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe you just got to play the lotto and hopefully the main, the character you might like, you know, that, that early game lotto is like, oh, I like this character. Yeah. Oh, this character is also top yeah. tier. 
fucking i'm in the money pretty much like, versus like oh this is the worst character in the game like oh no <laughs> struggle city population yeah, me. that's exactly. what we had um so it's funny when, know, oh, if i may real quick and um, when you brought yeah. up the uh not having a character that sort of translate from a previous game i feel like mk has been having that problem specifically with like i try to pick devora and mm. devora and mk 10 compared to 11 is a completely different character like no i just couldn't get no a handle contest on bro no yeah, contest like, on that bro and zero yeah if, if you want to if you want to look at a perfect example of that look at the fucking jury players from four five oh, yeah. now to six oh. yeah. fucking four it was like yo the jury army was born and they were like yes x tekken whatever you know she was in there she was basically x tekken was just street yeah. fighter four characters with better systems yeah. and then here comes five and jury players are like what the hell happened to my character like this kick. plays nothing yeah, I don't have my jump and medium to dive kick. What is this install I have to do? Like, it just sucks. And you know, it took until the end of the damn game for her Actually, to be very, very, very competitively viable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Just a Kid, yeah, right? Big ups. Um, and then now Street Fighter Six drops, and now we have that mixture of both. And now everybody, like, you know, she's fucking winning the internet. Like that just yeah. goes to show. Like that's that's how you know these these kits or these legacy characters or how you're resonating with a character like could be that strong like i'm excited shit i was a jury main from four and i was like i I played her for a little bit of five and i was like now nah, i'm just going to lucia and i was like man i hate myself because i picked mm. her but it is what it is but then i saw the six trail i was like yes like right back to her right back to formula See, because and i know that's what we're going to make me i'm going to add fun. to that right one of the things that like i think the developers need to understand and learn and i think and i'm gonna say this even for the newer people because as a legacy head i definitely get the Shut up, old man. You know, type. It strives. It should be yeah. different. But it's like what they don't seem to understand, and the developers as well, is that like you want the players to feel comfortable. What what's not what's not being understood here is like it's not that like players like myself that have been playing for a long time are not. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh man, you you gutted my character. The character sucks. This is uh, this is an abomination. It's like no. When I pick said character. I want to feel like I am familiar. It's like playing Street Fighter, right? And playing Ryu, right? And not having Hadouken mm. or Shoryuken. It's like, you mean to tell me his core moves? What? Like, look at Guile. Guile's had two moves, and those moves are the most potent. For 35 years. those are years. the two most potent <laughs> moves in yeah. Street Fighter. In, no, in fighting yeah. game history. And you, facts, and you mean to tell me that, like, when I play him, and, like, let's say he came out in six, right? And they're like... We're just going to not give him Sonic Boom. We're going to give him, like, I don't, Sonic Strike. He's got Wreckers and, like, a Command Dash. Like, okay, hold on now. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I get that you're trying to make, make Gal different, but you just pissed off, like, 35 years of Gal players, like, all right here, all at once. Mm-hmm. Facts. This ain't Gal. This, this file. This right. is cousin. I have two perfect examples of that. Like, Street Fighter EX with Ryu having the weird tattoo kicks. Oh, the Wrecker tattoos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ta- ta- t- yeah. That was weird for me when we first saw it. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. And then we're like, let's just pick Ken. He has hurricane kick. And then there's, um, oh, I just had it in my head, but that's all right. We're going to go to the next one. But that's one example of like <laughs> a, a guy like that. I'll, I'll bring it back. Yeah. It's okay. No worries. Well, I'll you can hit us with it later in this. Yeah, <laughs> check check, check um, the archive. So, yeah, my bad. So my one bad. thing I was going to bring up with that is that actually you, you were touching on, which we definitely want to bring up because I think this is almost... Not, I don't want to say it's completely lost because there's definitely those monsters exist. Mm. There's just no way about it. But the the art of labbing your character, 
is like that is your thing. Like if if no one has checked out his streams yet or his content, which you know you definitely should. It's I have been on many a stream just chilling. You know when you gotta pop up the Twitch, you be like, oh who's on? All right, cool, yeah, yeah let's go. Sorry. Oh, Kent's on. Let's let's go see what stuff he's on. Nine times out of ten, I've seen this cat in training mode. All right, we're gonna go through this this situation. We're gonna do this three times over. Now we're gonna do the same situation but with a different button. Now we're gonna do the same. We're gonna do that three times. Do the same situation but with this button. Rinse and repeat. So we meet every single opportunity, every single situation, and I have an answer for it. Even if my character on paper shouldn't have an answer for it, I will go find yeah. it. That Somebody, right? <laughs> right there, I feel is a lost art to a lot of the competitive players, like the ones that are actively going to tournament. Because yes, you can find tech. Twitter text's a thing. Like it's easier now more than ever to find Absolutely. information. If you want to pick up biking, literally there is a there's a document online. You can go get the biking Bible. It, it breaks down everything on her from Rev to like at Rev 2. Like everything. Links, everything you need to know. Notations, matchups. You can literally just sit down and read this shit. And it really is just the biking Bible. And it's available to you. And you can do that for any character, whether it's Discord, Twitter, you can throw a hashtag, right? Every every matter of fact, strive, right? Hashtag GGS underscore and then the abbreviation for the character. Bam, now you just have everyone in the world that's tweeting about this character, put the hashtag, you can find some wild shit. But it's one thing to just see it, but then to really sit down and lab your character is different. Adding tech and labbing your character, I think, are misconstrued Agreed. way too much. They think it's the same thing when it's not. Like, And I feel like that was something more on the legacy players that have like a longer time competing like yourself and such because... You were there before this was all available. So how the fuck did you figure it out? Well, you go to training mode and you figure it out. Yep. There's, 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 there's a method to the madness to that. Like, do you think that's something that is like critically missed? I, like I said, this is my opinion. I think it's missing from the competitive scene myself. I know they definitely do like players that make it to that top level. Yes, they do practice. It's no, there, there's just no way you couldn't make it to that level without practicing. But do you think it's like to, be, especially in the strive scene right now in the guilty gear street, uh, uh, scene, the way they'll easy to just, you know, blame it on something else versus really trying to find those situations and figure it out. You think it's, it's missing there? hundred percent. Um, I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> I think it is totally. Uh, I think, so there's one thing that you need to understand about strive as a whole and the design philosophy around strive strive was designed for you to play the game. It has a, an amazing training mode, but it's designed for you to play. And most people get more out of playing the game through the simplicity of the game. You get players like myself that understand that, but most people would rather, and generally speaking, like I tell people you should lab and they're like, oh, I dread this because I have to sit in training mode to do this all day. It's like, okay, so what makes you think Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, or any of those dudes did not practice? Do you think mm -hmm. that they just went and just played in every single NBA game, just raw and just cold and just like, yeah, man, I'm getting paid six figures, you know, or, you know, a million dollars to go do this. Like, if your goal is to win and you want to go compete, why would you deny yourself the ability to be proficient at anti-airing, be proficient at a micro situation, you know, know where your footsies lie, know your risk reward scenarios, know if you did this risk, you know, this could be the outcome, you know? So essentially it is a completely lost art. In fact, I've explained this to my stream and I think the easiest way to like really put labbing, at least for me, I took a page and, you know, Muhammad Ali is a very big uh, inspiration of mine. And he would shadow box. And to me, that's what that is. I literally shadow box scenarios. 
I look at things, I see things. Sometimes I don't even play matches. I'll just watch match videos and be like, oh, Samito died that way. I'm going to put that in the lab and figure out how he died like that. And then how, if that happens to me, I'll know how to, you know, deal with it. You know, because Guilty Gear is probably, if I had to be honest, this might be a little biased. The only other game to me that comes close to this is maybe Marvel. But I think Guilty Gear in particular is the one game that micro situations are just, they're too insane. There's too many micro situations in Guilty Gear. It doesn't matter what version it is, even this game. You know, and like most people aren't well versed in it. They just try to brute force their way around it because the damage output is so high. So they don't think about that. They're just like, okay. Mm. For example, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a prime example. Before season two, I was playing. I, I was like, all right, I'm going to, after Texas Showdown, I got a really big like push to play. I just felt really, really good about playing. And I just played a crap ton in Celestial. And I was fighting this May in this long set. And someone in my stream was like, this May is adapting to you. I'm like, no, they're not. It's like, what do you mean they're not? I'm like, dude, look at this. He's trying to out damage me. He's not trying to out footsie me. He's not trying to outplay me. He's not trying to do anything outside of more May things. May things. Things that May players do to, to do what? Damage. He didn't adjust to me. He's like, but look, he just beat you that game. Yeah, he out damaged me. He didn't. I'm, now, of course, you can say, you look at the screen, there's a winner and there's a loser, right? But I'm like, he just did more May things to beat me versus me looking at him, downloading him, looking at his habits right then and there based on everything that I've practiced and what I'm seeing in front of me. So he gets a game. He's like, look, he downloaded you. He loses the next nine straight. And I'm like, this isn't a download, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at him and I'm crushing him based on everything that I've practiced and everything I'm seeing in front of me right now. And after... Little, little bit of... No, no. Oh, and like, after I lost or, or, or after when I was done, I won the overall set straight to training mode. What did I lose to in that game? That, okay. Well, I'm not losing that again. And most people don't, they don't have that tenacity to be like, I lost to that. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's about proficiency. And I think even the current players, is might seem, seem like a diss to some of them, but it is what it is. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Like some of these guys, they're not, they're not looking yeah. for the proficiency. They, they want the win. And they're, I'm not going to say it's all the top players, right? But like there are definitely people who are not looking for that. Like to me, like the proficiency is key. And I mean, I play, you know, I play chip, you know, like I don't have room for mistakes. You know, my, I have nope. to make sure that everything is on point. So, like, I guess for me in particular, I guess playing Chip all these years has forced me, and even just Guilty Gear as a whole, it just forced me to be that proficient at what I do because this, this is a very long-winded answer, but it's just when I went to Japan and I saw it for myself, like, these guys, they don't play around, dude. Like, their fundamentals and their situational awareness is super high. And they take the small situation and they blow it up. And it's like, it hit me with 2P. And not only did it turn into a combo, I'm about to get hit by an unblockable. Holy crap. Like, that just happened? Yep. Oh, he instant block throw, and then now I die. It's like, what? Next yeah. round. Instant block next round. Pretty the much. classic. So, so, yeah, like, and for one, to, you know, little history for you, that's why long sets are always kind of looked at as more, if you really want to look at, you know, if a player is better than a player, do a long set. It's never about, like, the, yeah, the tournament run. A tournament run is always a tournament run. Two out of three, three out of five. You could have shit games. Yep. It happens. But, like, a long set is what really defines a player a player stat stacking up to another player because that yeah. like what kenzu basically talked about is that adapt uh, that adaption that ability to understand to change those micro un understand those you know micro situations that you have to adapt to like okay you know if i 
pressed 5s uh against you know like you know bridges like currently my next you know my next uh subject on this is you know if i think 5s which she just throws her yo-yo straight across you know it's a pretty good long you know button but you know it's got a hurt box on it right, as a bike and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna challenge on maybe my 5s at certain ranges or six a, a six hs because i know my hurt box is a little behind or you know if i buffer that with chain i could punish that yeah. right like understanding those kinds of situations versus trying to like oh she damaged me. I have to damage her equal, if not more, than what she just damaged Correct. me. Because that's not going to change the situation that now, if she goes another route, then I'm screwed because I have no plan, right? Like, there's, there's definitely a difference there. Um, and labbing, key word here, boys and girls, labbing is the path to, to understanding that, to figuring out that way. Because, you know, they're still... People play differently, but they're still constricted to the actions of what the game allows Correct. them to do. It's not like they could just make something new. Like if you're a happy chaos player, like you, you know, game start. Are you going to two S? Are you going to six uh six S, you know, the clothesline, if that is success, yeah. or are you going to backdash? Or as a biking player, like what are my you know options? Six K, uh, will that be, you know, will her foot be off the ground enough that it can punish two S? No, get hit. Okay, try something else. Will the TK Yozansen be high enough to create a situation where it hits because his hitbox is out? You know, you, you figure that out, uh, like literally from round start, but they are still constricted to what that character can do. So don't ever be afraid thinking like, oh, I can't figure out every option. Like, no, you can figure out a lot of options. It's just a matter of how many options do they right. know is, is the other, is the it's, other it's, part it's of that equation. It's always thing. Like, I, I get this question a lot in my stream. It's like, how do you know that you're playing right or whatever? I'm like, listen, in fighting games, there's no right or wrong. It's just decision making. You have to, and you have to exactly. be comfortable knowing that you made this choice. And mm-hmm. whether you're right or wrong, you take that information and you run with it because that's what's going to help you get the win in the end is information gathering. Knowing your options. Easiest way, easiest way I do it is I look at my opponent's options. You have meter and I knocked you down. Okay. Wake up super. YRC. Do you have a DP you can RC? What are my options? Am I going to roll up and get a read and make a decision to, I don't know, roll up parry? Because if you're a Leo, maybe you have a higher probability you're going to DP and try to RC because you, you can be safe. Are you going to wake up throw? Like, do they know I'm going to wake up throw? It's all about understanding the options right. and then making, like you said, the decision from it. That's, that's the biggest thing that you, if you're going to take away from the long-winded answer is, is take that with you and, and understand. Like, and that's applicable to all fighting yeah. games. That's not just a Guilty Gear thing. That's every fighting game. Every fight. Absolutely. It is, it, is their, it, is, it is your resources and their options and what the decision you want to do with what they have. It's like what you want to really look at in, in when you're playing. And don't be afraid if you get DP. If you get DP in the face, it is, it is what it is. is. Like, all right, cool. You're, you're going to DP? All right, I'm going to grab you. Oh, you know I'm going to grab you? Now we're going to play. Now we're playing the dance. Now we're playing like, okay, I'm not going to grab for this one, or maybe I'm going to BRC backwards to bait it. And now you try the whiff grab, and now you're, you know, hella negative for two days. And I Look at how many you, right? scenarios you just busted out. And that's just, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's oh, yeah. just from a knockdown. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine, right? The, Imagine. So uh, I love fighting games. <sighs> I love Guilty Gear. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, is. it is. We all do. We all. That's why yeah. we're here. So so with, 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 like I said, with season two and the roadmap they got coming down, I want to pose this question to you, uh, which I'm sure, you know, the, the first half is really simple, um, but I would love to still hear the answer. If you could have a character that you would love to bring back, you can pick one. Um, but on top of that, mm-hmm. Would you like to see them introduce a mechanic, a return of mechanic with maybe a facelift? Like one example, me and Static G were talking about was Mortal Counters. 
right? Or just a harder counter. Like the biggest thing in this game right now is the damage, right? You're like, I know you're probably like mortal counters, bro. The damage is already fucking insane. Uh, like uh -huh. I, Chip can already TO, gets TOD to death on all these Twitter mm -hmm. tech videos. Don't give another counter that's worse. <laughs> Let me take it back. Let's half the damage, right? Let's half the damage of the game. Across the board, everybody. Sure, some characters might get nerfed because of it. Like, hey, Ram doesn't fucking just blow you up everywhere. But maybe that's also a way to balance it. Who knows? <laughs> um, but <laughs> bring the bells. Let's let's have the damage. But let's say that we have another. We have counter hit, and let's say we have a, a version of counter hit called Mortal Counter, right? Where the damage is original damage was two, and when it got nerfed to one, let's say Mortal Mortal Counter gives you one point five to give you a reward for a harder re like this is an example not saying this is fucking we're just throwing shit at the wall right now uh but 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 if you had a mechanic you would like to bring back that you think would be beneficial on top of a character what what, what are those two things you you think you'd like down the line okay unpopular opinion when you're on unpopular opinion let's go mm. character i want his call my his call my end right now guys just give me a heads up he might disconnect character in a second, that depending on what i he says. want personally as a returning character, fresh, brand new, fresh coat of paint, young Cliff. I've said this for years. Oh, oh. I don't. Oh you know, most people mm. would say holy. I've already soul. agreed with everything you said by by any, by the way. So I'm even agreeing more. I'm throwing this button away right now. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's mostly away. because like I think people love holy order soul way too much. And I'm like, it's just a younger version of Soul. It's it's Soul when he when he's like rambunctious. Yeah. So like, why don't they take a step back and like go back into the time riff and bring back really dig deep. Bring Cliff because Cliff I think was a character that like most people don't know much about outside of plus R, and he does have the super yeah. where he does like the little uh, the little pillars. He transforms yeah, he back himself. to young and stuff so it's like, like that. Yeah. I think yeah. he would be a great character to kind of like reintroduce like the Holy Order Knights where Kai and Soul came up mm. and just kind of like, hey, this is that time travel character now, not just Axel mm -hmm. and Haas. So he's the one, he's, he's like, honestly, he's the one character that's not from, minus Justice, because Justice is just, act, well, I mean, they're both dead, but it would be good to like bump Justice, like, Give Cliff a fair one. I feel. I feel like he's. Yep. The, I feel like he's the only true legacy character from Guilty Gear One that's never got a real fair one. I, I think Plus R Cliff initially started out as a complete joke, and Cliff and Justice were always like EX characters you could pick in the console version since like day one, like literally. Yeah. yeah. But like to give him um, life as young Cliff and show him not as a meme character and show him like, yo, this is why I lead. Like this is why I led the Holy Order. Like that would be dope. For those that don't know, like deep guilty Gear Lord, like Cliff is for one, te you know, is Testament's father. If you didn't know, um, but on top of that, like the to to kind of add to the badassery of Cliff, like this fucker fought justice for like was it days, right? Not years. I'm thinking years for some reason because I could assume that, but it's like for days he alone fought justice, and he's like this. He's just he was just OP when no one else could. This scroggly guy here in his late late years was doing it at his young self, um, and you know the Holy Order and everything is like. The reason why it exists is because of this yep. guy. I mean, if I can gush a little bit, he has one of the best themes, one of the best stages since the first game. Yep. I, you know, I completely forgot about him. You're right. I, I'm, uh, I agree with this decision. I think they should. And especially okay. since he was one of the first 10. Yep. Like, He's one of the original. He, he was yeah. there in he the was first an OG. game. Yeah. So they've already Very put true. everybody There's else minus Justice and 
and Cliff, and he was even in Reload a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that much we're, we're going to talk about that either. There you go. Oh, <laughs> damn! There you go. We got we got a quick we got a, we got a quick frame of young yeah. Cliff right there. As Look a matter at of fact, him. like there it is. yeah, yeah. That, that Look at the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> the main the main for real yeah he, he was a real no dragon teeth but yeah mm-hmm. i agree oh yeah with the dra- but that was, was that his instant kill though no 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 instant kill is the dragon portals oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right that's right um but yeah you know what i'm i'm on board okay kensu will not be disconnected from this call for, <laughs> okay. for real so yeah young cliff young cliff for sure yeah okay. actually because because you're pulling like you said you're pulling back on the lore but then you're giving like you said a fresh coat of paint to a character that you know, could really. It's been so long since we've had him, and I don't think anyone's really gonna fuck. Who's gonna complain about a cliff that's a yeah, little bit? No, different? nobody, nobody. Like, like no one's really gonna really complain, right? It's it's kind of hard to do that. It's like someone complaining about Dan, which, by the way, just shout outs to to. Um, oh my god, I just missed the, the Japanese player. That beat Moriko, Moriko or Morimo, who just beat Tokido with Dan, and Tokido had Luke. Fucking ridiculous. Um, in Street Fighter Five recently. Yeah, that was that was wild for y'all. For all y'all cats that are saying Dan was just a mean character. Okay. But yeah, so we got young Cliff. Now you have to have a mechanic, something yeah. you wish you would be able to put into Strive Moto. to 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 kind of help. It could be for balance purposes. It could be for I don't know freedom. You know, maybe I don't know something to air dashing. It could be you know a lot of people are like, oh, we miss instant kills. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't miss instant kills. You do not. You do not miss being dizzy and then losing instantly because you got caught slipping. Um, okay. I miss it this much. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, this one not guilty here without it. Yeah, mm. I have so many in my head right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, dog. if I had to, like, okay, if I had to pick one, it's already in the game. I just want it mm. to be better. Okay, that works. Backdash. That's it. Really? I. Th- what are we feeling I about? I think backdash? that the iframes on them aren't good enough to get through normals like they used to. And backdashing is actually a part of movement in Guilty Gear as a whole. And right now, mm-hmm. it's just like a shimmy tool, essentially. And I think it's fine for that purpose. But I think, like, you can't... It's a lot harder to play, like, this whiff punish game, like the old games, to use, like, your backdash mm-hmm. to make a normal whiff and then do something a little bit more with it. Um, it plus, you get characters, like just have beefy normals like the game are are just mad damage and you're making it harder to basically it's just it's just i think it'd be greater to have players have more ways to escape pressure outside of just fd'ing which is great you already have it fd's already strong but i think i guess it's because that's the one mechanic in guilty gear strive i feel like it's too street fighter-esque it's it's um it's like yeah it beats throws and yeah it does have some iframes but like if you look at the frame data right most backdashes like the general backdash is like invincible for five frames but like a lot of normals are active for six so it's like yeah i get hit by the last active frame of this move so what was the purpose of my backdash being this invincible um sure like right now the big bodies have the best backdashes so i'm like you let these fat asses get out of trouble bro like what about everyone else like hello but i mean it it hasn't that usually been the case like Pot's backdash has even in Rev too, right? Wasn't his backdash like one of the oh, better trust. ones too? I mean, trust. Granted, granted, you know oh, they're trading mobility, right? But I can't say the same for cats like Go Lewis, right? He's got an air dash; reload, he can though. he can move just, around. But it, yeah. it did. I, like I'm cool with like like if you were to give the big bodies maybe like one extra frame of iframes, okay, fine. But if everyone else could have like six frame invol backdashes, thank you. Like 
good it's, it's just board. it's just so that you're yeah. not getting caught by last active frame like if you're gonna go for the meaty that's fine like maybe you have to like delay your meaty or whatever i, I don't know i because in guilty Gear, there's already a lot of ways to like catch back dashes very similarly to this so i just feel like one extra frame of iframes like for example speedsters like milia like most of the females are like four frame invincible back dashes but it's because they're they're like quick and they travel really fast they're quick so like mm-hmm. them having like a five frame and like the average being six and the big bodies being seven i think that kind of helps balance it out just a little bit more just to let that little layer of movement just kind of be a bit more prevalent because it'd be nice to backdash garuda you know what i mean like oh. i mean i mean i can't say i'm struggling i just hit him with the two fingers and be like do it i, I mean, dare you just not all it. of us are, not all of us are lucky like that. Yeah, I know. Not all of us are blessed. Not all of us are you blessed, know? right? Like it could, you know, what was it, Chip? You, even if you DP, you're clashing, right? You're clashing and you're still recovering, even if you time it right. Dying because Chip only, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, Chip dying. only has two frames of involved tomorrow, to my knowledge. Oh, trust me, uh, I'm. Mm, yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to beat that horse. <laughs> I know you know, dog. I know you know. I don't want to open up old wounds. Um, but okay, so back that, that definitely not the angle I was expecting, but I can see, I can definitely I see, see the, the, the actual, uh, uh, the logic behind it though. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Fuck mortal counter. I mean, sure. But bring down the damage. What do you think about that? What if they did just kill the damage a little bit? What if not, if, even if they did half, it become goes from a two hit game, in some cases with some characters, you write zero guts and horrible defense, you know, sorry, chip, uh, to a three to four. Better game instantly. Is it terrible? Instantly. Yeah. It's because yeah. one thing that doesn't get looked at is so let's 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 talk about this in a fighting game sense in general, right? And I'll take it to his Ross form Street Fighter, right? right? Street mm-hmm. Fighter damage output in five started out high and then kind of like normalized itself, right? And one of the greatest yeah, things yeah. about that mm-hmm. one of the greatest things about that is a word we talked about earlier, adaptation. If you're not dying immediately, you're you have the ability to recover. You have the ability to think about, I did this wrong in this game. I can now think about how I'm going to win versus, or like, how do I recover from this, this like life deficit? How can I recover from the situation? What ends up happening is when you have a game that's like that, you, you're reopening up the ability to outplay people. And that's one of the greatest things about fighting games. That's why we have some of the greatest matches of our time. You know, it, it trails back to any, like, look at Snake Eyes' run in Street Fighter 4. How many Sagats did he fight? You know, and he outplays Matt's a guy. It's like, if you're not Ryan Hart or Bonchan, pack it up. And that's because of the proficiency mm-hmm. in the matchup that he has. And I think that's the kind of level of play you want to have across the board. And it's something that's been in GG, even if it's like, even in Rev, like damage is high in the game too, but like you didn't, you mm-hmm. didn't just lose like Strive. Like Strive is like, Dual one, yeah. let's rock. 5K Ryuki, DP Ryuki. And it's like, well, looks like you just lost that round plus wall break, plus L, next plus round. ratio, plus see you next round, Brody. You know? Yeah. Plus, plus yeah. everything. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's definitely a different beast in itself. And plus, Guts just, I swear, Guts is just a number that's just there, but I don't, like, yeah, for some characters, like Anji, I think Anji, is Anji still the only one that has the highest guts in the Anji game? Anji has five, Pot has five. He has five, Pot has five. Nago, I think, only has four. Nago's five, I believe, also. I, I, th- I think oh, most, most of the big bodies okay. are five. And, like, and like yeah. Anji. Okay. Yeah, and, like, Anji, because the brother never misses back day. Um, <laughs> But, 
but like I, fe- I felt like it was more effective in Rev too, like because you could get that damage. Like it's like I know a lot of people were tripping out and like, "Oh my god, damage is high." Like, yes, it's high, but like Rev two also, uh, it was, it was it's definitely high. high. Like you could you you could get destroyed. Um, but I felt like guts like actually like helped a little bit more. But you know, know why? That's just that's you know just why me. you feel that way. It's because right. the risk gauge in Strive is way more prominent than it is in the older games. Mm, risk build in Strive is like devastating. In fact, that's one of the greatest ways that like chip wins, and it's a big reason why Milia players are always upset because Milia builds no risk, literally. Yep, that is. So exactly she's just mixing true. you up, doing like decent to like. I don't know. It's it's just like her damage output's not that high, but Biken mixes you up. After make, making you block a bunch of, you know, Kabaris and it's like 5k Yozansen, I guess it's time to explode. Yes, yes, sorry. Guys. It, is no, it, is. it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Next Evo, no. next Evo. Right. Next, yeah, it's over. Uh, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So with with that, like, you know, with Strive moving forward and kind of going the path that it's going, um, I kind of want to get uh, your, your kind of thoughts on on. The FGC in general too, because we're kind of bringing it to just in in general talks. It's like we're seeing a lot, you know. It's it's kind of a a new renaissance for FGC in a lot of yeah. ways, right? Netcode era is you know making it so viable. Everyone's adding Netcode, Blaze at Netcode, Persona Four got Netcode, Arxis is pimping out IPs left and right. Dragon Ball Fighters getting Netcode. Sorry, Tekken guys, all love. You got to wait too late. See you in Tekken um, Brody. <laughs> but see, yeah, see you in Tekken Eight, dog. I am so sorry, Commander. Shout out to you, homie. But uh, you know. Then, then we have like some new blood, you know, that's coming to the scene, right? Multiverses, right? One of the one of the latest um, that has been one of the what I think is the most forward and modern thinking developments of a fighter Absolutely. game recently. Like, like Netcode, great, um, uh, taking a lot of the you know free to play business model, a lot of the the common tropes you see in a lot of the mainstream esports titles out there, right? Like, there's a plan behind, you know, just microtransactions, but it's not like you need it. There's season passes, but you can grind on it characters are rotated it's available for available for you to you offline and it's free right you don't have to make an a an investment of it in the beginning to even sit down and play right it, it did it did incredible numbers at evo i mean shit hundred thousand dollars up yeah food. obviously wb got the the got the got the pocketbook to, to help support that and make anybody want to main multiverses but but you know that's also made us in light of a lot of you know the other the big overarching one that everyone's just waiting and speculating on and has been you know just foaming at the mouth to hear, of course, and it's probably, oh, yeah. um, you know, being also a league player yourself. I, I, I can't touch this stuff. I'm you sorry. Good, you good. No worries. No worries. No worries. I could. I can't. I can't. I will produce it. I have done LCS. I've done all those shows. I produced those. High, but I will, I will not catch. You could bear, better catch me at Apex than you'll fucking catch me in League of Legends for, for catch sure. Boys? Ravage me. Uh, uh, right. Uh, what is it? Um, Vantage main all day right now. Oh, okay. Ridiculous. Okay. Um, anyway, um, you know, Project L and just like the really the future of the FGC, you know, trying to adapt to this. I mean, we are already we already seen it. Like they've already ad- adapted. Right? We've have Arc Revo, we've got Capcom Cup, we've got Tekken World Tour. You know, the list goes on. SNK has this tour as well. It, it just continues, and that's just one aspect to it. Capcom opening the doors a little bit more with like their partner programs, yes. right? That they they put in a while back. You know, clearly they're gearing for Street Fighter Six. This is all just culminating to Street Fighter Six's eventual launch into. What's going to be the the modern era of fighting games for them? Um, but then, like I said, we have like things like Project L looming, where they could take the big daddy of esports titles and Riot that have had decades of experience doing this, now bringing it to fighting games. What's like your kind of 
I won't say expectations because expectations could be is subjective. Yeah, it could be anything. anything. It could be good. It could suck. We don't we don't know what the hell it's gonna be. But for you in your your journey right now, what do we kind of foresee you doing with when this kind of hits the the ground? Like you know, guilty will always be a part of what you do, content, everything. I don't think that's ever really going to go away. Uh, but like, are you looking to just go head deep? Because you're also you're very forefront. And you're very outspoken on like adapting all this stuff now. You know, you're there. You have videos on like. They need to bring this kind of partnership program in, right? Like they need to copy what Riot is doing, and this is why, um, like FGC is kind of in that realm right now where we're trying to adapt and change, right? PC optimize, uh, Arturo, all that shit. Um, <laughs> USB optimize everything, 180, 120, 240, 360, 480. I don't know, fucking 960. We'll just keep it going until the numbers just gets ridiculous. Like, are you? Are you like? looking to kind of be in that threshold and, and kind of like pushing for a lot of this modern stuff, like when it kind of really hits the ground. Absolutely. Um, I even said this too in my stream and some people are like, man, you sure? I'm like, I think it's the smart move, which is if riots like, Ayo, Kensu, here's the bag, but you got to drop GG. Mm. Oh, it's wow. Um, so I know that sounds wild, but let's just put it this way. Right. That game has multiple ninjas. This is my dude right here, forever. <laughs> this guy right here, Chip. This is, this is my dude. This has always been my 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 yellow and black color. I've rocked jam near every game, you know, if it's available. And I look at it like this, right? And this is just super long winded. I'm gonna apologize, but I have to say it this way. So the reason why I'm on board with this is because we've been in a monopoly with. Japanese developers. We've been at the mercy of Japanese developers for such a long time. And a little backstory about myself is, you know, I work in, you know, before the pandemic, I was a marketing uh, manager, you know, marketing lead. And market research is something that seems like Japan is really awful at. Now, they've fixed that in recent times, especially with Capcom, you know, with what they're pushing and things like that. And it's like, mm. as you mentioned before, like Riot, you know, Respawn, all these developers in the in NA, they've done everything in their power to make sure people are playing their game. And yeah, it's free to play. You can always bring up the freemium thing. And that's for sure, right? But the content creator programs, these things should have been there. You know what I mean? Like Tekken World Tour, you know, season two was like atrocious. Like ranked you only winning 7K for all that effort. Like he beat Kudans, the best Mishima player out there for mm. 7K. That's OD. Like, that's actually OD. For all that. Evil, uh, Evil 22 just passed. Street Fighter 5. You know what the winner got? Talk to him. 5K. Oh, yeah. And I know what. Umisho just won like 9. Now. At 9. Yeah. At the highest ever rated game in the entire, mm -hmm. you know, tournament. 9. And, um, Which, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not. Change, it's but, not. Like, it's not. Still. But, like, the thing that's not understood, right, that Riot and all the other companies understand is that, like, you need to get to the next event. You know, the players have to get to the next thing. It is a big reason why, like, and I, I'm not even trolling. Like, I always remember this. G2 Esports throughout this video you're showing right here. G2 Esports immediately tossed out a tweet. Who we're picking up for Project L. Oh, and yes, not, I've seen that. Not I've seen one that. other big, and a bunch of other bigger Esports teams did the same thing. 100 Thieves, quite a few others, right? I'm like, and where was that for Strive? nowhere to be found you know why because the ecosystem for these things are not good period like there's a like with these games 
there's a lane for content creators. There's a lane for casual players. There's a lane for rank monsters. There's a rank, like, like there's a role for like competitive players. Like there's a lane for casters. There's a lane for everybody. Right. So at that point, whichever lane you choose, you can eat. Doesn't matter. And, and, mm. and eating comes at different, uh, whatever you consider eating. Right. So if you're a casual player, you, yeah. you get to consume the game. If you're a competitive player, you get to compete. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so that's something like every, every lane is like pretty much covered. And when you think about it, right, like your podcast, I'm going to just I'm gonna be a keeper of the stack. Your podcast can blow up that much more just because it's a riot game and you're like doing coverage for it. Like stats, like, I don't know. Static was like, all right, static is like top, you know, Shen Akali in on right now and ranked, you know, let's, let's have to sit down with him and talk about what got him to the top here. It's not even just about the competitive yeah. and like riot. Here's the best part. Riot also has this thing called, uh, what was it called? Clash in league where clash. Yes. The class program is what I was going to talk to you about. In game well. yep. tournament program. And now Valorant's is getting one in it. And it's like, Oh, you want to travel? No need. Just play so, at home. So, 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 so for those that aren't aware, this, this harkens back as far back as even like Counter-Strike. Like I'm, I'm throwing, I'm showing more of my esports sign here for you guys, but like ranked right, right now, ranked in fighting games doesn't really fucking mean anything. Let's just be real. It's just, it's just in Strive, it's a glow and a fucking number. That's it. Effects. Doesn't matter. Doesn't equate to the evil champ, Umisho, whether he's number one on there, doesn't matter. He could be fucking 1,000 happy chaos, but it's like, that does, it doesn't matter. Right, or he could be number one, and it doesn't matter because it's Joe Blow from the block who can just spend as much time as they can and pull up and have as much time as they can and grind it out. That's all it is. What Riot and other esports titles, but Riot has also been adopting it, is like you said, Clash, where your rank allows you access to these opportunities. Because once again, rank doesn't matter to the casual, right? The casual player doesn't give a shit about rank. They'll go to casual lobby. They'll make their own lobby. They'll play with their friends. They'll play offline. Whatever. They don't really care about rank. You don't. You can do it in Apex right now. Trios, duos. Never have to touch rank. Don't, don't have to fucking see uh, King's Canyon oh. all, all month, right? Don't have to give a shit. Rank games and fighting games, just do, rank does not matter. While Riot is, they're already building it out with Valorant. They already did it with League. They're doing it with Valorant, where your rank allows you opportunities to compete in events and series that allows you entry into their seasons, into their competitive Correct. ecosystem, which that ecosystem is also backed. So now your effort of grinding can now, without additional you know, investment from you, except your time, but you know, if you're going to want to be good at anything, you got to spend some Correct. time, now can be returned to you in a form of an actual ecosystem that allows you to eat, lets you get the food, has the table, got the, the turkey. Got the fucking baloney. Can pay the rent. Yeah, there you go. Like, it's there. And it's the best part is that it's integrated with the game versus right now, you know, not to say like we won't have, we will still have tournaments. We will still have majors. We'll still have our big E's. We'll still have our fucking level ups. We'll still have our CEOs, you know, Texas Showdown, all that stuff. We'll still have those, but they just are going to be their own thing. They might still retain the grassroots area things, which, you know, hey, it's a win-win fighting games, right? Esports, it's either esports or grassroots, right? Thuggery or no thuggery? Which one do we fucking right. want? Like, it's, that's, the, that's the fucking topic forever. Like, either you win, either you want to win and get paid, or you just want to play for the grassroots. I'm like, well, the majors can stay grassroots. They'll be independent. They'll do their Always. own thing. Maybe they can do their own circuits, but when you want to hit the main stage, get the big bucks, and be put in front of the, the players that are looking to eat and make their gameplay feed them and pay for the food, you go through the yep. system. 
So if Riot's already investing it into Valorant, you can be damn for sure certain they can take that model and apply it to fighting games. And I mean, and I'm going to piggyback on it too. Like, I could hark on this all day. It's just like, it's, it's, it's the fact that like, and I've been saying this too, like if you have the amateur league and pro league, you can now, you can now separate the skill differences. You don't have to be like, like despite what people may think, the current way of doing brackets does not favor a new player. It favors the player that has the sponsor. It favors the player that has the ability to travel to every tournament and always get top seed. And then you get like, oh, I play this guy. Okay, smooth sailing. Oh, I play this guy. Smooth sailing. You don't have to play anybody good. And most tournaments, if you're a high level player and you're consistently going to things, you have to play a good player until either you get out of pools or maybe winners finals or your pools or finals or your pools in general. And, yeah, it's just a yeah, and like the tournament doesn't start until you essentially qualify for that kind of player. But like for the average guy that just goes and flies out, oh, I had to play Punk first round. Who'd you play next? Oh, I had to play uh, Kawano. I don't know how he lost to Idom, but um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying that because I want Idom to win. Oh, I'm saying that because I want Idom to win. Yeah. But, but you know, it's like, well, I had to play Idom first round and who'd you play in lose? Oh, I had to play Punk. It's like, wow, you just lost to the two best players of Street Fighter V. Good shit. See you next year. Maybe next year you'll get a better pool. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna go grind your casuals? No, I'm just gonna enjoy the event. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you're not, you're not like the grassroots can stay that way, but like that one dude that wants to get cold at it, like you're not giving him a chance. And I think if you have like Mm-mm. the clash system that lets an amateur league happen and then a pro league happen, now you can separate the skills. And for you to get there, you have to earn it now. You know what I mean? Grassroots still be grassroots, mm-hmm. that's fine, but like there's amateur league and pro league for league, you know, it's the same. Yeah. So you got, you got Academy, you got LCS, you've got the, I forget what it is in counter-strike. Um, there's like the, the rank G's that have to level up at a certain season to then be eligible to then take the, like the top two spots from this amateur league can now take the bottom two spots of the pro league. If they don't, you know, that's like your cutoff. So now they swap. So it's like you're building up the ladder. You're actually then able to bridge that gap, which correct. For in fighting games is, is so broken because like you said who wants to spend however much you know you spent to go to evo we'll always everyone everyone else here went to evo about me i know y'all you know with your plane tickets and your hotel costs but like who wants to spend that kind of money to go one and two oh and two two and two sorry gabe um no you went four and two my uh, bad dog I'm, let me put let me put respect on your name you went four and two i think nope but two and oh, two and three oh and twos sorry <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to pay to do that? I mean, sure, you get the other side of it. Hang out with the homies. Hey, my you brother have made experiences. money and I helped him out. So that's good. that's <laughs> that's fine. Like that's that's another aspect of it. But that's not like we're we're we're, we're looking strictly at the guy that was going to compete, mm-hmm. going to make a mark, going to put his name somewhere, their name somewhere, him or her. Like that's just like like you said that that favors your sponsors. Yep, your CLGs, your fucking liquids, your fucking. Exits, uh, your razors, whoever wants to put up the money, because they, because if, because if it was that easy to do, trust we wouldn't be struggling so nah. hard to to make it out to tournaments. Nah. It wouldn't be a damn life or death decision on whether or not I'm gonna eat next week or go to a tournament and go on too. Like it wouldn't be like that. Versus being at home and grinding, which you know has already been proven to create champs anyway. In before you know people going oh net play warriors I'm like bro some of the best players of this gen like your Sonic Foxes were awesome. born and built off the fire of net code and net play when it was trash MK9 and look and look at them now yeah, Evo champs freaking item 
Idom was like that. Idom was like that. Idom was another. Cloud 805. Exactly. There's so many it, examples. So, so before you know that, that's not a that's not a that's not a, a counter argument to anyone that's gonna you know try to bring it up. Like it isn't like it's already been proven time and time again, several yeah. times, several Evo champs. You know, they definitely had their wall a couple times, uh, their name on that wall a couple times. Uh, from what I saw, yeah. like this is just the the latest way of doing it, or rather, you know, not at the mercy I mean, of. We're, 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 like it's it's it's, it's good because we have better online now. We have better rollback, right? So we so mm-hmm. you can get that exp, right? And I mean, I'm gonna just close. Well, try to get back to the JP side of things. It's just they they don't. Did you guys ever see that developer conference where they were like, they just threw their freaking hands and was like, fuck it, we'll just wait for Riot to show us how to do it. It's like, you motherfuckers have been leading this industry this whole fucking time and you let Riot come out here and show you how to do it? It's like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I feel them, but it's like, wow. Like, you, how long have you you guys been doing doing this for so long? On the other, but on the other side of that argument, like we're only now seeing the shift, right? We're getting newer, younger producers, right? Your Onos are out. Not to say, you know, Ono did a bad job, but like, you know, the new producers for like Street Fighter 6, like they, they, they've been taking... Ono, but yes. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the, the, you know, like some have adapted, but like Daisuke, right? He's He's got a new, what is it? Katano. Um, uh, Katano, you know, Katano, you know, he's he's now managing and taking yeah. it taking it in more. Like, you know, the, clearly the the torch is being passed because now it's going away from the cats that were born and bred in in the arcade. And yes, they there was net play to a degree, but now it's it's a whole other gen yeah. that they need to adapt to. And it, we kind of really need the fresh blood, the new blood, to kind of do it because they're the ones that have to take it Correct. on, right? Um, I, 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 I think that. I, I think that. that's just like the state. I agree with that. I, agree with that. I I'm, I'm 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 I guess I'm clapping the old heads a little hard here, and, and it's mostly because like Harada like Loki kind of pisses me off because like it's like yeah. people have been telling you about your game in T7 for like years, and you're just like don't ask me for shit, and it's like all right, bro, I'm not giving you another dime. How about that? You know. But yeah. so you, you want me to spend the hundred and nine for the whole kit? And, well, you, I need you to come with know, it. Bro. So you know, it's I I, yeah. I and I know that like maybe on some fronts it seems like damn, you're just gonna leave like that. I'm like to me, it's like. As a longtime player, like I've wanted to see this not just for myself but for other people as well. And if I can help lead that wave, I'll gladly give up. Like I guess, like this, like I would never give up Guilty Gear. You know, like it, it wouldn't be like I give up GG or whatever. It's just this is now business, and you have to separate mm-hmm. business and fun. And don't get me wrong; it's not that business can't be fun, you know, but it's nice. just. I mean, I say it time and time again. This is my favorite ninja right here, but I also play a Kali in League of Legends, in case you didn't know. So there's more there than go. one ninja in there multiple games, and I can run it. You know, it's, it's it's not a big deal. I think um I think it's just you have to respect the fact that there's an opportunity, and you you should aim for the opportunity to try to get yourself in a better position because there's no telling where this industry is going to go with Project L, Street Fighter Six, and Multiverse is showing you know signs of this already. And right now, if I'm honest, opinion, I think the top four games, those three games, and now and now Guilty Gear. If if Arxis gets their shit together after this next uh, arc tour, and by that I mean like it's already structured fairly well, but like if they really mm-hmm. push it, like for me as a Guilty Gear fan, it's like damn y'all, f- Guilty Gear is really esports now. Holy shit, man! Like I've been waiting to see this shit for like a millennia. Like I've poured a, so much of my life into the game, my favorite character and seeing my favorite game get that get to that point i don't know like i'm sure you can work out to do it right but right, look man can i just get like 70 30 i'll give you 70 percent content here on riot and stuff but can, let me let me holler a chip here and there you know what i'm saying that, that's all 
That's all I'm saying, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's that. That is one of the overbearing things. Not overbearing, but kind of over overarching things that people have also talked about, especially early league days, where if you were a league player or I don't even know if it would extend it as far as content creators, but I know if you were a player, like you were not allowed, yeah. especially when they franchised, you, yeah, were, you were not allowed. allowed contractually to fucking fuck with anything else. Yeah. Which, like, for fighting games, like, for a fighting game player, that's why, you know, half the time it's not like, oh, I'm just a Guilty Gear player. It's usually fighting I'm a fighting player. player because you play fighting games. Right. Like, it's not just a, a single one. It's usually, you know, this is double time. This is a podcast dedicated to the fighting game scene. It's not just a single game. We talk guilty today, but right. we're talking Melty and we're talking Tekken next week. We're talking, like, it's, it, that's hard to give up. But here's the thing that I want everyone to think about to kind of leave thoughts on that is if you can have someone like Kensu who has, as I said, invested an incredible amount of time in an IP like this, still make the decision if he was given that to then drop it to, you know, for business sakes to move forward. Imagine what's going to happen to the people that have less of investment. Absolutely. Not even gonna it's not even twice. a question. Like I'm just keeping a stack. Exactly. All right. So Uma Show won nine K. Let's talk about let's talk about Void and the Cat. Let's let's let let's go look at the the nice bag versus the coin purse. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it is it is what it is. Or rather, let me put respect Both on that. <laughs> let me let me let me let me put some respect there. The bag that was given for Guilty Gear and the briefcase that was given. <laughs> For multiverses, there we go. Let me put some respect on it. Let me put some respect on on, on, that, on that, right? The gold room. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm just nice. I'm just saying, like, I, I really nah. I mean it with every inch of my being. Being here as long as I have as a player, like I fought so hard to try to get these these games into esports. Like I even helped with Persona 4. Like, <laughs> here's a funny quick story. I think I did say it in the archives story, but still, like I tried to like I know the original the excerpt battle director, Pachi. I knew him before he was with Arxis. He was actually a, a writer for Arcadia magazine. Later on, you know, he would come down here in Texas, Texas showdown, stuff like that. And I talked with him one time when Persona had dropped. I was like, dude, is there any way we can get this moving in like MLG? Because MLG had, um, what was it? Tekken, MK9 and like DOA. Yeah, yeah MK9. Like I think DOA was one, one of those. One of those games was in there too. Uh, but they had a good amount of games and they, I don't know. He tried to get it going. He's like, all right, if you show me that there's interest, I'll show it to the higher ups. I was like, what do I got to do? He's like, get a petition signed immediately. You know, and this is back in like 2012, my G. Like, I'm trying to see, I'm like, I want to see people that play these games. Get that. Like, bro, you're, you're cold at KOF. Go get a bag. You're cold at this. Go get a bag. Like, you should be getting rewarded. No different than the dude that plays CS. No different than the dude that plays Overwatch. Why is it that we have to look at it and just keep being like, I wish we can get there? Like, you look at the dude, like, like that, that kid that won 7 million Fortnite. Like, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. shout out like, to him. Uh, Philly, Philly cat. Local you know what I'm saying? Us. Like, I want to see our players. If you make top 64, you should be able to walk away with that 9K. You should be able to walk away with that 5K to get to the next event. I'm saying so that so that your so that your time is compensated and rewarded for making it even that far. Because like you like tops like bro, like just top eight payout or top three payout in, in 2022 in FGC is kind of like Come on, man! Like it's that investment. We had this conversation yesterday. Yeah, we can have we can we can compare it to team games. Team games are different though because you're talking like right, one team is five individuals, right? It, I was gonna say it's six, but Overwatch two, five. it's going to five. So like five individuals, five for Valorant, five for CS, five for Overwatch, uh, three for your Apex. Like yes, it's going to scale differently because you know the amount of people that are playing in a team versus that is, is different. 
But the ironic part about it that is that always gets me is that whenever you talk to pros, um, pros from other scenes, nine times out of ten, they will state fighting games are harder. Nine times out of ten, they'll go, it is uh, like I don't they're like like I know there was like the big talk between like, oh yo, League of Legends cats don't fucking know the deal, man. Like we don't know the struggle. Like, well, no, there's there's definitely some similarities. Oh, sure. You're talking people that will spend hours labbing a character, labbing situations, labbing micro situations for days on an incredible amount of different variables, loadouts, everything. No similar to us thinking that that's just going to be like, oh, we're just going to take the League of Legends scene when Project L drops. They're not going to know what hit them. It's like, no, bro, they're fucking masochists oh, like definitely. us. It's, it's fucking terrible. Um, but <laughs> but then other, other you know, shooters and such, like you'll hear, like there's so many clips of it that are infamous that they're just like, fighting game players, they're like, fighting games are just fucking My hard. G. I'm like, well, if fighting games are so fucking hard, damn, why is the bag even harder to get then or non-existent <laughs> versus, you know, another game, that's right? What like I'm it just that's what I'm doesn't saying. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't equal out. Two plus two don't. It equals fifth. Who fucking gets it? Like I don't know <laughs> why. Like said. it just don't make sense. Like, it's just yeah. not. It's just not there. Yeah, man. But we still got. But, but we still got the love for it, right? Yeah. We still fucking hitting ourselves against the brick wall. But at least now, developers are listening, right? Things are changing. Waves are being moved, and 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 new bloods coming in to kind of you know look at things and realize you know before it used to be. They didn't, you know, right? Especially Japan developers. They didn't give a fuck about what anyone else did. Nope. Now you're putting them together in a room. They're going, we're just waiting for this other developer that has no, no tie with us in any way, shape, or form, not even from our country. We're going to look how they do it. And then we'll, I don't know. They can still fuck it up. Yeah. But, you know, at least they're I mean, I, I, I respect the transparency on it. To be totally honest with you, totally. I, I, I respect them being like, all right, you know what? We can't figure it out, right? And I get it, right? The way that they philosophize, uh, their philosophy in general is just like make a good product, sell, sell product, get mm-hmm. to the next product, you know, or and, and that's even standard with even NRS, right? Because they have even shorter lifespans mm-hmm. on their games. They'd be like two years, uh, two years, two years, two years, two years next game, pump it out. General hype, game comes out, first patch, it sucks, DLC comes out, we're hype, game dead, two years, next right? game, let's go. That's literally the fucking countdown yep. right there. And uh, that's why I will never, you heard it here first on this podcast, I will never invest another in another NRS game after MK11. But oh, I miss mine just it's like Riot, as far as I'm concerned, they just understand. And like, oh my gosh, dude. I, let's just put it this way. From a from a marketing standpoint, and this stuff it, it always brings a big smile to my face. Riot outdid themselves twice. They not only made a competitor to CSGO, the marketing surrounding the game is insane. Like, for example. Oh, yeah. From their cinematic trailers to the fact that they personified the characters. Now, this is for your, you and maybe your pocket. Maybe you guys don't know this, but they literally worked out playlists for every character on Spotify for each one of the characters to consider what music they would listen to if they were in real life. Yep. Wow. And I'm like, who does that? And then they're like, how can we outdo ourselves here outside of this? How we're how how we're super transparent about the game and the patches and this that. How else can we outdo ourselves? Well, we got Project L moving. What do we do? Oh, I know. Let's make Arcane. The amount of people that have never touched League mm. watched Arcane and was like, "Yo, I want to play League of Legends." I'm like, "No, you don't. Yeah. Calm down." No, you, you, first of yeah. all, dog. No, the Calm fuck down. you don't. Oh no, you don't want to take do it that. easy, fella. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> but then dog. if you want to get technical well, too, and you want to get technical too, yeah. watch. Here's something again. 
this is why I love marketing. This is why I love working in this industry. But there's something else that they did also for Project L. And like when I pointed out to my stream, they're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, nah, look. So in case you didn't know, uh, what was it? There's a song that they did. I think it's season nine for League of Legends, uh, Giants. In the background, when they show Echo going up the escalator, all the projects are there. Mm-hmm. So Project L is there. Runeterra is there. Valorant is there. They're all on like movie posters. They did that. Damn. Oh, it, was that the, was that the, no, that was a different thing. Cause it was a, there was a leak that happened where the potential name yeah. for, um, for the game has also been like shown off now, or whatever. Um, but no, no, this is different. There's yeah. that. And then the very first, yeah. Okay. So it's super in the beginning, super in the beginning, super, super in the beginning. Like, oh, like, like seven this? seconds. Like watch you. Oh, damn. Like it's right there. Boom. Uh, right. You pause it right there. Look, Jet, top right. Uh, fight yeah. for the fighting game. Arcane. And then Legends of Runeterra is the next one over on the, on the bottom left. Is that Runeterra? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, okay. Right. It is yeah. Runeterra. So here's yeah. the funny thing. So now, more marketing stuff. In the, I don't know, have you guys seen Arcane? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Loved it. Bro, so, bro, we can go for so, base. My dad has seen it. And he's like, yeah, that show. So yeah, peep yeah. this. So peep this. Where does Arcane start? Built over bridge, right? Yeah, built over. Yeah. Oh, that's where the fucking project and that's where Project Dell is on the very stage. It's built over bridge. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I knew that's that. Where, that's where we I, see. I that's where we saw that. Darius and Echo mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like and that and, and everyone else. That's right. Because that's like the little area where Echo was like found by uh, what's his name? Um, Heimerdinger. Oh my God! What's my man? Heimerdinger. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like after that fighting, general doc. Yeah, Yep. So they're tying right. all this stuff in. And I'm like, are you guys paying attention to what's happening here? They're outdoing themselves mm-hmm. bit by bit. And, and they tease that off in Giants. That's like 2019, bro. So I'm like, Riot knows marketing. They know how to entertain people. They know how to get you thinking. Whether or not you can... Teams, yeah. Like, dude, I'm just like, how do you guys outdo yourselves? Like, that's just nuts. But, you know... Like at the end of the day, like I see that, and it's part of why I want to be there because I don't mm. see the other Japanese companies doing it like this. Now I will tell you this: now Street Fighter Six is on the right path, hundred percent, and I feel mm-hmm. like Street yeah, Fighter Six yeah. is going to be high key the real or the OG. And I, I got I to gotta keep it a stack. Like Capcom has pushed Street Fighter in so many different ways, even with Ono, right? The esports vibe and esports move and stuff like that with CPT. It's just with this movement now, the aesthetics, like I feel like they did a good job of really making Street Fighter resonate with people more on top of this esports movement. So it's like, dang, wow. You know what I mean? Like you guys are really coming with it here. So it's like, I don't know. It's not just another number. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not just another entry. They're, they're really trying to plant the flag that like, yeah, this, this is the new, this is the new, new, but you're still going to, you know, feel it when it comes out like it's still like everything from you know the graffiti aspect to it right to the the other modes that they have on it right where you actually can do like the world yeah, tour or like whatever that, and you can have explore the lore on it like it's yeah. like from what i gather like it's basically you coming up in the scene is what the like the lore or the story mode thing is and yeah. i'm like that's dope yeah. like they're trying to show you what it means to come up in the scene like as a player like and you know Funny we're, we're talking about. So me and my boy goes from Thirst Strike talked about this recently. You know what Luke is? You know what Luke represents? Luke represents the new player in the scene. Because if you look mm-hmm. at his whole aesthetic, he's just like, he's not like 
any other character that's been introduced in Street Fighter. If you look at him, he's just like, hey, yo, man, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be a part of the legends mm. of Street Fighter. Like, like when you see him come out when he's fighting, he's like, hey, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Hey, hey, where are we at? What is the Street Fighter 6? Hey, what's up? I'm here. Like, like yeah. I think that, and it's 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 dope because like he he literally represents the new school. He's not Ken. He represents the scene. That's what I, most people think he's the new mm. Ken. No, he represents the up and coming new player in fighting games. That's what he represents. Yeah, I mean, it, fur- it further pushes their their schedule, their their kind of itinerary with them, right? They've stated like Luke is supposed to be the next protagonist right like they've tried it they tried it before right like alex was supposed to be that in 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 three when three dropped right but then like that was a different time and the backlash for that was like them to kind of pull that back they're like all right right, no no we we dipped our toes let's let's come back because we almost got bit right and they haven't you know since then it's still been ryu right and and maybe inklings of it with like your sakuras and and such in there because they're growing up and there's new you know new characters are kind of filling in not to cut you off do you know who the hero street fighter 5 was I like your I like your pause. Exactly. <laughs> it was supposed to be Rasheed. Exactly. See what I mean? Yep. What? The story mode the story mode only showed him like really do anything once. It's no, Rasheed can't are yeah, you saying he was Fang. He was finding his friend. Yep. Yeah. Rasheed is I, you know all right. Keep it a hundred. <laughs> I did not fucking follow that story mode like at all. I was just like word nash is back that's that's what's up <laughs> and then and that's it like i really i really i you're right like i really had no investment in street fighter and this is coming from a guy like i love be street fighter like i love the street fighter lore it you know it definitely hit me early on i mean my earliest memories of a, of an arcade cab was even the og street fighter like like it goes that far back um for me so for me to kind of like realize that like in five i legit have no fucking clue like four i could tell you three i could tell you two i could tell you Six, obviously, no. Well, yeah, six, I can tell you because it's, it's fucking Luke. Yeah, it's obvious. obvious. But yeah, five, no fucking clue. Luke, like, Ryu was there. The, the, the characters are there. But yeah, like, it just didn't mesh. Damn, man. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to have an epiphany fucking an hour and a half into the show. Hold <laughs> no, up. no, you're good. You're good. Continue, continue. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Hold up, dog. Um, fucking me up on my own damn show. But yeah, like, I think, I think what we could take away is that we, we, we do have a lot, obviously coming to the scene a lot of growth a lot of just moving forward into unknown territories or territories like i said previously tried not too well maybe it just wasn't the timing right opportunity is luck plus preparation that's how it goes and you know capcom likes like capcom riot are definitely preparing themselves for it and the luck of the draw is whether or not people are going to bite when it drops very true um and and on top of that it comes with our content creators like yourself that are going to you know develop build build the videos the evergreen content that the people that have never touched a fighting game are going to go and look towards as as guidance, as as the information for them to break in if they, you know, are looking for to grow. If they don't have someone or don't have a scene, you know, it could be built online. It could be, you know, it could all be yes. there. So really for 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 the future, it's just it's, it's just bright. bright. It's I very, mean, very what bright. else can it's I very, say? Very bright. It's extremely bright. Um, but with that, I mean, we've been going on a hell of a tangent. <laughs> This wasn't even supposed to be the entire episode, but you know what? Fuck it. It is the whole episode. Hope y'all are enjoying it. But we're going to be wrapping this up. But before we do, yes. and before we let our guests go, YouTube, Twitch, socials, this is your time. Oh. Tell our listeners what you're doing, where they can find you, and you know where to look, look for you at. Because you know, if you guys are interested in hearing more of Kensu's wisdom in, 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 in the art of the fighting game on top of marketing, on top of the industry in itself, 
He's got a lot of places. We're just going to let him list it off and make sure you guys go follow everything he's posting up. So let us know where you at, where you at, and what you're going to be doing. Absolutely. You can catch me on YouTube, Shinkensu. You can catch me on Twitch, Shinkensu. I have a TikTok, just Kensu. Uh, but those three are like my major three spots where I'm normally at. I'm normally streaming fighting games. Lately, Melty Bloods, you know, Melty Bloods patches came out. I won't lie. I have been pretty addicted to Melty Blood the last three days. Um, I have I have caught you. I was actually gonna talk Melty, but yeah, we got we got in we got into it. So maybe we'll save it for like let's wait. Let's let it marinate bet, for a while. A let's see how how the, the romance that's goes. That's a bet. Um but yeah, you're gonna catch me with that. Uh actually even right now, once I'm done with this, I got a Bridget video I'm working on right now. Uh yeah, I mean I'm trying to push my YouTube right back into the grace of Guilty Gear because it's been a little it's been a little bit, you know, Bridget came out, all just so much stuff has been happening. So many moving parts have been happening. It's been a really good time to be a fighting game player right now. So yeah, those are the three main spots you can catch me. And who knows? I'll be back here on Double Tap again, man. I'm 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 feeling it. I'm feeling it. The yeah, vibes are sure. dope, man. I, the door the door the door is always open to to previous, current, and future guests for sure. Um, because you know, we're one 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 stop, like I said, for if you don't you're in the scene, you know, like just hanging out one time with the homies, talking shop like this, like doing it once is great, but Making it happen more often is also a better feeling because you know what? Just like the games change, the the meta adapts, so do we. So we got plenty more to talk about. But once again, go check my man out. Thank you, Kenso, for coming through and spending this time with us. Go follow him on all socials that he posted up on Shin Kenso and everything. Go check out his content. I can't really say enough about the guy. He does some incredible work. Um, and you should all definitely just go peep the man out. But we're gonna let my man go. Enjoy the rest of his night because if I'm tired. This dude's working hella hard. I know he sure as hell probably is tired. So I'm going to let my man get through. Final words, homie. Thank you for coming through. And we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. We'll have oh, you absolutely. And don't even, don't even stress it. We'll get you back for man, sure. I appreciate y'all. All right, man. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. All right, y'all. And with that, we're closing out our episode once again. Give shout outs to, to Kenson for coming through. The dude is is an awesome personality and awesome dude. And you know what? I got Damn, I didn't get a chance to ask for a first to 10. I'm going to have to come back to him later about that. That's all good. That's all good. In the meantime, though. Shout out to everyone. Uh, thank you for watching. This is another episode of Double Tap. We appreciate guys, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Of course, you can follow us at Double Tap FGC. You can follow my co-host here, of course, Static Gorilla at Static Gorilla. Go check out his commentary reel, all that stuff. He was just in Summer Jam, killing it. Um, I haven't actually looked at his vibe yet. I'll, I'll look at okay. it later and see uh, you know, how he did, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. But of course, you can follow me at Crash Tag BS. Even though he's not here, Meza is out. Go follow him at Meza FGC, of course, on Twitter, on YouTube on Twitch, on everything. He's on all those platforms. And follow MASH at, uh, at excuse me, uh, at MASH those, it's not MASH those buttons. Man, I'm tripping out my own outro. Okay? At The MASH Network. Yes. Dude, I need water so quick. Yeah, so yeah. hard right now. At The MASH Network. Go follow us there. Check out our other shows that we have going on. Of course, Final Fantasy. We've got the Apex uh, Cats as well. We've got uh, I think we still got Horizon Zero Dawn going on. Those guys are never going to get out of that podcast. Warcraft, yo, pick Pick your poison. It is there once again. The Mash Network on Twitter. And you guys can follow us on Discord. If you haven't already. Mash.gg forward slash Discord. Say what's up to our community there. Go run some sets. Go run some melty sets. Shout outs to Zio. Always, my man's always scheming, always, always up for some for some matches. So if you want to get your melty on, he's the cat to talk to amongst the others that are there as well. Hey, maybe you want to get some guilty ones on. You can also hit me up as well. Feel free to tag me. Once again, that's mash.gg forward slash Discord. You guys can, of course, support the show free of charge. You know, liking, retweeting uh, when we go live, all free. You know, leaving a review helps a whole lot too. But hey, if you got a couple quarters, mom forgot to, you know, get the laundry, 
change back from your the change from which you sent you to the store and you got a couple dollars you can send our way hey five dollars a month helps us out on patreon.com forward slash masters buns help support the show here for the web hosting and all that and also, if you happen to have Twitch Prime, feel free to drop, uh, or if you have Amazon Prime, you got that Twitch Prime, you can drop it here on Mash Those Buttons on Twitch.tv, of course. Uh, but that does it this week, man. Once again, shout out to our awesome guests for coming through. We'll be live next week. Wait, so actually, another guest. We're doing some back-to-back, so we're going to be talking some Tekken. I got to go watch Bloodlines. We're going to talk about it uh, amongst the patches and everything else. So a whole lot of... Yeah, yeah, we got the we got triangles the, the, on the face, the Illuminati triangle for days. Yeah, I'm, I, I shadows everywhere. That's how it goes. Shad- that's probably what yeah. it is. What's it called? Tekken well, what? Bloodlines? Did you call it yeah, shadow Illuminati's? It's Illuminati's. Right. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. So once again, guys, thanks for hanging out. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll be live eight thirty Eastern right here on Twitch. In the meantime, be safe. Frame advantage is only a state of mind. You ain't gotta respect it. You know what it is. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash Network, facebook.com slash buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord.